Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle, but you found me, so you probably already know that by now. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. You can find a podcast just about anywhere. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, Overcast FM, Google Play, and YouTube. And of course, you can catch me on Twitter at 12Kyle, the number 12KYLE. You can follow me also at 12Kyle Podcast. And of course, you can catch me on Instagram at 12Kyle Podcast. And also, I have a Facebook page, facebook.com backslash, spell it out, T W E L V E K Y L E. So there's no reason not to subscribe to this podcast. All right, on this particular podcast, I got a story for you. I got a story about a crazy chick, and I think you just might like it. So sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready. I'm going to drop the theme music, and we'll get this podcast cracking. Let's get it. Welcome back. It's your boy, 12 Kyle. This is the 12 Kyle podcast. Once again, thanks for listening. Um, As I mentioned at the top, I have a story about a crazy chick, right? Um, I guess I should start my story off by saying, like, I am someone who really uh, has done a pretty good job of avoiding drama. Like, I just don't do drama. I never have, even as a youngster growing up. and even as an adult you know i really don't do drama like i people don't like i don't bring drama to people and people you know subsequently don't bring drama to me (laughs) so you know it's kind of worked out like that maybe people maybe it's respect i don't know i don't know what it is you know maybe that's just how i kick it um so i never really got down like that and and more in particular never had like drama with women um uh i guess it's because it goes back to maybe a level of respect i don't know i just never had you know and and you know, you have your breakups and things. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the drama. You know what I mean? Like just dealing with people that, you know, probably don't have it all. Or maybe they come at you sideways or what have you. Um, so anyway, so it got me to thinking about story, uh, something that happened to me, man. It had to be like, it was years ago. This was like, man, it had to be like, like 98, maybe. Um, wasn't married uh, as I am now. <laughs> So, so I could tell this story in, in its entirety. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of crazy when you think about it, because, uh, again, I'm not someone who does drama. So I'm not necessarily because I, I guess maybe to some degree, because I don't do drama, maybe I don't necessarily see drama when it's coming. Um, anyway, so it's 98. Um, I, I just moved uh, to Atlanta from South Carolina. I went to school at South Carolina State University, graduated, uh, moved here to Atlanta, Georgia in the summer of 97. And so this is like 98, um, young bachelor, you know, pocket full of money. You know, I was I was kicking it. You know, I was hanging out, you know, having a good time, enjoying the life as any young man would. 
so I was new to the city. And other than my boy, Jay Fresh, who moved here with me, I didn't know anybody. And it was kind of weird uh, to be in a space where you're in this major city. and You don't know anybody. But, you know, I was going out, having a good time and kicking it. So, you know, through that, you got a chance to meet people and things of that nature. Um, so I was at work one day and um, I'll never forget it. My supervisor, he and, I, and I've told this story before on my blog, but none of you read my blog. So it doesn't matter. I can tell it again. <laughs> <laughs> so one day I'm at work and um, my supervisor at the time, he advised me that, uh, you know, that we would be entertaining some clients for lunch. Um, and to be honest, that particular day, I didn't feel like going out with the clients because um, I'm, I'm really like I, I really have never been the type of cat that really wants to do lunch with the co-workers and people because, you know, because here's the thing, because a lot of times you go to lunch with your co-workers, what do you end up talking about? work how lame is that i don't want to be at work then leave work to talk about work and then come back and work nah i don't want to do that <laughs> so anyway so i wasn't really happy about this meeting or whatever that we were going to be having with these clients um and at that particular time i knew you know pretty much what it was going to be us sitting around people talking about the stock market how their stocks were doing what they should invest in yada 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 i ain't want to hear all that i mean i got that at the office Nonetheless, um, I didn't want to go, but I went anyway. Uh, so we get there, clients come in or whatever, we're sitting down talking. And um, usually at that particular time, man, when we would have, especially when we would entertain clients, it was just, you know, mostly white men. You know, every now and then it'd be white women, you know, rare and, and sometimes black men, um, but never, never, never be a sister, never black woman coming in, into these meetings. Um, and this particular day, black woman came in and not only was, you know, I was surprised to see a black woman, but you know, she looked good. I was like, yo, who is that? Because at first when they sat down, I'm like, I'm thinking I wasn't even really paying attention. I think I was kind of looking away and I thought maybe she just walked in with them and then she walked in and sat down. I was like, OK, that's what's up. I was like, oh, who is that? So anyway. Um, we get to talking, everybody introduces themselves, so forth and so on, and we're talking about business. And, you know, she's you know, she talking to my supervisor, and she finally makes her way over to me. And um, she told me her name was Tony. We introduced ourselves. Um, and like I said, it, these meetings normally consisted of men. So I was, you know, very surprised to see a, a, a black woman at that in these one of these lunch meetings. Um, but I was cool. I was, I was happy, you know, to see her. Um, and again, I'm new to the city, so here's a chance for me to, you know, kind of network and get to know somebody outside of, you know, the little networking circle that I just built up in the short time that I've been in the city. Um, so, you know, during the meeting, we sat next to each other. She, you know, kind of started talking or whatever. Uh, she told me that she graduated from Spelman. Uh, she was in the master's program at Georgia Tech. Um, that particular day, I was rocking my um, championship football ring. Uh, that I won at South Carolina State, where at South Carolina State, where we were the national uh, black college champions, and um, from '94, shout out to SC State. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, she asked me, you know, where did I play football at? I told her, and you know, you tell people sometimes, and you know, you don't think they're going to know what you're talking about. And she was like, she knew exactly where South Carolina State was, and um, she told me she was a big football fan. So I was like, oh, that's what's up. So you know, we started talking about football and. 
you know, things of that nature. So that was something that we had in common. So I was like, okay, cool. And I'm um, like, man, you know, she's after, you know, the meeting was as the meeting was winding down. I was kind of thinking to myself like, yo, she's really, really nice. And again, her, her name was Tony. I don't know if I told you guys that her name is Tony. So I'm like, yo, Tony's mad cool. She's, you know, obviously in business. She's cute. She's college educated. She's, uh, you know, football fan. I mean, hey, you know, this is cool. Um, now, full disclosure, I had just gotten out of a relationship, um, just broken up with my girl. Uh, so I wasn't, you know, <laughs> I wasn't looking for nothing, right? So I. And I didn't feel the need to have to say that because, I mean, we're having this is an informal meeting. Um, So at the conclusion of the meeting, she asked for my phone number. Right. She asked for my phone number. I mean, she didn't ask for my work. Well, I think I think I gave her my card. So she, you know, my my business, my work number is on my card. But she asked for my personal phone number, you know. And I think at this time, it was bugged out. Was I didn't have a cell? <laughs> I have a cell phone at the time. I had, I gave him my house phone, and um, I know I had a pager back then because pagers was rocking. Yeah, I was like the last dude to get a cell phone. I still I had a pager for a long time. <laughs> I don't think I got a cell phone until like '99. That's another story for another day. So anyway, she gave me a number, and um, I took her number because. I really wanted to get to know as many people as I could. And I figured, okay, well, hey, she's, you know, and I can't remember if she said she was from Atlanta or not, but she had spent, obviously, you know, a considerable amount of time in Atlanta. She'd been in Atlanta longer than I have. So I was like, okay, hey, you know, this would be cool to get to know somebody, network the whole nine, you know? So I wasn't so when she asked for my number, I wasn't I, I kind of paused for a second. But then I was like, you know, what could it hurt? Um, and I was a free agent. So. <laughs> so anything could happen. Um, so, like I said, so we exchanged numbers or whatever like that. So and I will be honest with you guys. And, and here's something that I didn't tell you that my boys have told me for years growing up. Um, they always said like, yo, if somebody likes you, you're oblivious to it. Like, and I, and my thing is like, you're supposed to like me. I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm dope. (laughs) So, you know, but they were like, yo, women like you, but you, you like, one of my boys said like, yo, a woman basically has to spell it out, you know, for you to understand. She was like, because he was like, because you always sometimes you're just oblivious to certain things and i mean you know my thing is if you like somebody you tell them because i that's the way i always operate if i like you i'm gonna tell you and i ain't gonna hint around and beat around a bush or anything like that that's, that's not my steez that's not, how I, that's not how I kick it but anyway um so that's the that's an important caveat so i'm not really as i as i get tony's phone number i'm not thinking that you know she likes me or i like her so anyway uh i think like maybe couple of days later passed tony gives me a call and we talk on the phone and we talked on the phone for like two hours and i was really you know which is was cool for me because i like to talk i mean i don't know if you guys you guys listen to this podcast but (laughs) you know i like to talk uh but nonetheless so we got to be, and, and the com- it was weird because the conversation started out very professional. You know, we talked about business and the whole nine. 
and then she made the conversation personal you know she was asking i think she asked me did i have a girlfriend or was i seeing anybody or something like that our relationship status um likes and dislikes uh she asked about previous relationships and so from so on, it was you know it's kind of weird because it went from professional to personal you know really quick um and i wasn't in a beyond and again i'm not i'm just broke up my girl so i'm not really in that space to necessarily be entertaining you know but i was like hey i'm a free agent so you know you got to get out there and you know i'm, I'm a man of the people so you know <laughs> i got i got to touch the people <laughs> I got to touch the people, right? So, nonetheless, um, so we talked for like two hours. And then like the next day she called me, we talked again for two hours. And, you know, it, you know, this is this is weird for me because normally, even though I like to talk, I'm not necessarily talking to somebody I just met for like two, two hours. Uh, nonetheless, a few more days passed. Um, you know, we talked again. And, you know, again, it was a long conversation and a couple more days passed. Um, I didn't call her, you know, and none of this time. Like she always called me, which was cool. I just it wasn't that I wasn't going to call. She just she beat me to it, really. Um, so after that, she called me one day um, at work and I was busy and I just didn't get a chance to call her back or whatever. And I left my desk, came back when I was at lunch, came back. I had two voicemails. Um both of the voicemails were from Tony and now I mean like, and it, they were voicemails like back to back like one voicemail was at like 1230 the next voicemail was like 1235 I mean if you leave somebody one voicemail do you really have to leave them another voicemail I mean where do they do that at? <laughs> I mean I, I don't get down like that if I leave you a voicemail that's it. You know, it's all good. I, I don't have to. That's it. I don't need to. I, I'll say what I need to say on one voicemail. Um, nonetheless, uh, so she left me two voicemails while I while I was at work. Um, I wasn't sure why she called, but I was really, really swamped at work that day. Uh, so I didn't get a chance to return her phone calls. Um, and I never get it because I worked late that day. It was a Friday and I never work late on a Friday. Like Friday is usually 459. I'm out the door that particular day. Um, I think I worked till like seven, right? So um, it was Friday, um, like late that evening. My boy Jay Fresh, who I'd moved to Atlanta with, um, he called me. He's like, "Yo, let's hang out." He had already told me about this party spot that he wanted to hit. I was like, "All right, bet, let's do it." I was like, "I just need to go home, you know, get fresh, and we can do it." And he was like, "All right, I'll come scoop you, whatever, whatever." So I was like, "All right, bet." So I got home, changed. I got home at seven thirty, changed clothes. I checked my caller ID box, <laughs> and this is show y'all old school it was. I checked the caller ID box because back then, you know, you didn't have, they were just making uh, portable phones with call ID on it. This had a, I had a caller ID box the way you could tell, you know, who's calling or whatever. Um, so I looked at it and I noticed that Tony's phone number, she had called me five times. Five times. What what do you need to call somebody five times for, right? So, and all the while I'm like, okay, that's strange. That's kind of weird. You know, it's, this is, and I'm not thinking like, yo, this something's not right. <laughs> but I'm just thinking like, okay, why would she call me five times? Like, so I didn't even, I didn't even really understand what was going on. So, 
I was like, okay, cool. So I got myself ready, sat down on the couch, you know, and, and she she called. Now, keep in mind, she called five times, but she did not leave a message. And I found that to be weird. So I sat down on the couch, I'm chilling, watching TV, um, waiting for Jay Fresh to come through. And um, all of a sudden, I heard a knock at the door. And I was like, that's weird because the only person that knew where I live was Jay Fresh. And again, I'm in a city. I don't have a lot of friends at this particular point in time. Um, and Jay Fresh didn't call me to say like, yo, I'm on the way. Because normally he would call and be like, yo, I'm on the way. Or he'll page me and like, I'm on the way. And so I'm sitting there. There's a knock at the door. Nobody knows where I live. I live in a gated complex. Um and that's a, that's a whole another story in and of itself where I lived, uh, because and I'll tell you that, I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, so I didn't know who it was. So I didn't even and to be honest, how crazy I was. Like I didn't even look through the peephole. I just opened the door. So I go to open the door. It's Tony. Whoa. So I'm like, Tony, what are you doing here? And I didn't, I, I had, to, I didn't even open the door all the way. I kind of, you know, had the door kind of ajar because I was, I wasn't sure who I was going to, you know, open the door to. And um, she was like, well, hi, you told me that you lived on Candler Road. She was like, I was in the area. So I told, I just figured I'd stop by and see you. <laughs> that should have been red flag number two, three or four, two, three, four and five. Anyway, so I said, um, well, how did you get into the gate? She was like, oh, the gate was broken. I drove around and I saw your car. I saw an old man outside. He told me where you lived. Huh? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's my man Amos. He lives upstairs. And I was like, so why are you here? And she was like, well, I just figured you wanna might want to hang with me tonight. Do you want to go to dinner or something? I was like, um, so my head is, is really racing at this point because I don't know why she's here. I don't know how she got there because I didn't live in the best of neighborhoods. <laughs> Just to put it simple, if you're familiar with Atlanta, if you're familiar with uh, Decatur, where it's greater, um, I live on Candler Road. And for those of you listening who aren't familiar with Candler Road, if you're listening and you're familiar with Candler Road, you do know that Candler Road is the hood. I lived across from the South DeKalb Mall, um, across the street from, I think, was it East Lake Meadows Apartments? I think that's the name of it. Now, those apartments were worse than the apartments where I lived. Um, and it was one of those situations where you ever lived someplace or been someplace where it was really, really bad, but you didn't understand how bad it was until you got away from it. Um, so like when I lived there, it's kind of weird. Cause like when I lived there, I didn't really view it as the hood. Uh, but when, <laughs> once I moved away, <laughs> that's when I realized like, yo, you really in the hood. You were in the hood hood, not the rap hood, but the hood hood. I mean, like, you know, it was, you know, but it was cool. It was cool. I, I, I actually liked it. I mean, there was no gunshots or anything other than, you know, 4th of July and, uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, other than that, there weren't no gunshots. And, and you know, no, I never got my spot broken into or anything like that. My man Amos upstairs, uh, he lived there for like 30 years. So it was all good, you know, and it was cheap. I mean, my rent was like, <laughs> I think my rent was like like 350 
But anyway, let me get back on the story. So anyway, so I'm still at this point, I'm trying to figure out like, how does she get here? How does she, she like my head is spinning at this point. And so she was like, you know, I was like, um, so I'm kind of stalling at this point. So she says, you don't want to hang with me. And then she said, is somebody in there? And she, but when she says that, she's kind of peeking inside the, she's trying to look over my shoulder to see, look around in my apartment to see if anybody's inside. Like if I had company or something, I mean, I, come on, if I had company, I'm really not, actually, I'm not even asking the damn door, but that's another story for another day. But she's looking around my apartment as if she was my mom. So I kind of opened the door a little bit so she could look and see. And I was like, nah, it's not that. I was like, I'm supposed to be hanging with Jay Fresh tonight. He just broke up with his girl and he needed somebody to talk to us. You know, it's not a good time. I was like, I'll call you later. And I kind of pushed, <laughs> nudged, edged her out of the door, the, 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 the door of my apartment. So, you know, that I could close the door. And I was like, all right, I'll talk to you later. And she was like, uh, okay. And so she turned and walked away. And so I closed the door, <laughs> locked it. <laughs> and I think she heard the lock too. Um, and so I, I was just like dumbfounded. Like, yo, I mean, like I just met, I, I literally have only known this chick for like maybe a week. Right. And so I, I just really couldn't understand why she was blowing up my spot. I mean, like we talked on the phone for like four, maybe five hours, six hours. I don't know. But, you know, there were great conversations, but, you know, that wasn't worthy of her popping in to see me, if you will. Um, so she walks, she walks away, she leaves, whatever, whatever. Ten minutes later, my phone is ringing. <laughs> it's Tony. I don't answer the phone and she leaves me a nasty voicemail. And she said, Kyle. This is Tony. I don't know what your problem is. I thought you were different, but you're just like the rest of these men around here. You don't even you didn't even have enough manners to walk me out to my car. You ain't shit. You just like the rest of them. Click. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> I really don't know how we got to this point. And like at this point, I'm not even sure how or why. What would make her come see me and just blow up my spot like that? And um, I just I was dumbfounded. Like and I'm like, OK, well, she's a business colleague and, you know, I may have to run back into her at work. You know, I was like, this is just awkward. So I so Jay Fresh eventually comes through. Me and him, we hit the spot. We have a good time, and I'm telling him he's dying laughing. He's like, "Yo, he's like, man, she is crazy. He's like, man, that chick crazy. She's crazy. He's like, you ain't see the signs. I was like, what signs? He was like, man, she was feeling you. I was like, how? I was like, we were just on the phone for a couple of hours. Just, that's it. He was like, dude, she was liking you, and you missed all of the signs. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't do crazy. I just don't. I never have. Um. So we laughed about it or whatever like that. And um, and I, I just it was it was mind boggling to me that someone would even venture off into an apartment complex on Candler Road, you know, that is straight hood. And then, you know, just come to somebody's house. Um, 
so fast forward uh maybe about i want to say maybe about four years later um at this point at this point in time i'm married um the girl who i'd broken up with uh was my then girlfriend now wife so we're together and that particular and one day um we had a, our oldest son um he was our only son at the time dion uh dion had to be like he was almost three and my wife asked me to go to the grocery store i was like all right cool so i went to the grocery store and i just took dion with me because that's what we used to do i always always take dion with me to the store and so i go to the grocery store and i'm you know i got him in the little shopping cart and we're pushing and we're laughing and stuff and <laughs> and lo and behold i'm pushing him down the aisle and i see tony and she's like hey kyle i was like oh shit <laughs> in fact i said it just like i was like oh shit and dion kind of looked at me like you know you ain't supposed to be cussing right <laughs> not that he knew that i cussed but still um and so she walked over i said hey what's going on what's going on how are you and she was like she was like i'm good she was like long time no see i was like yeah i'm good and uh so she was like is this your son i was like yeah this is my son dion and she was like hi dion and i said i said dion this is <laughs> and i drew a blank i forgot her name just for a split second <laughs> i was like dion this is miss miss she's like miss tony miss tony and she gave me the dirtiest look, y'all, for real. I was like, oh, damn, I forgot her name. <laughs> so I was like, well, it was nice, it's so nice seeing you. And I walked off. And so I, that was awkward as hell, right? So what brings this story to a close is just the other day, I was in the same grocery store. And guess who I saw? Tony. She didn't see me, but I saw her. But trust me, when I saw her, I turned around and walked in the opposite direction. And I made sure that she was out of that store before I moved anywhere. <laughs> I can't do crazy chicks, man. I just can't. I can't. So that's the, the moral of the story is, man, stay away from crazy people. Even if you don't know, the, you have to pay attention to the signs. I, for one, am bad with signs, so I have to do a better job of, you know, recognizing the signs of crazy. Uh, hopefully, you are doing it a whole lot better than I do. Thanks again for checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle Podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five Gs.